Welcome to the Making of a Thought Leader podcast. This podcast is designed to encourage entrepreneurs to build their thought leadership in a simplified and a systematic way. I'm your host Surbhi Devia, brand strategist, entrepreneur, founder of Digital Genie and also founder of chatmybio.com. I'm passionate to help fellow entrepreneurs, executives and individuals to think and thrive on their thought leadership. So grab your headset, turn up the volume and join me here to get the boost of encouragement you need to build your thought leadership every episode. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Making of a Thought Leader podcast. Have you been in a situation where you have been posting on social media, communicating, let's say at least once or twice a month and don't see any traction? Or perhaps you've been doing better than that, have been pretty consistent on the content front, but when it comes to differentiation, it's a far cry. Maybe your 2022 marketing budget is skewed towards content creation and you believe that posting every day is going to bring in the engagement from your prospects. You may be in any of these situations, but the fact is that digital presence is not only too noisy today, but it's even more confusing. And I'm here today to tell you that it does not have to be that way. In this episode I will be sharing some ideas of con- on content creation that can help you think differently about creating content for building thought leadership. So let's dive in. There is happening in the world today socially, politically, in business news and more. And if that's not too much the advent of artificial intelligence has eased up the challenge of content production and i think that day is really not too far when advanced technologies will automate content creation and even modify it to suit different platforms creating and distributing more content means you're simply adding to the noise out there so how does one engage meaningfully with the audience through content It is a paradox much similar to catching up with a long lost friend at a concert and not at a cafe. Loud music definitely entertains, but there is no possibility of a conversation at a concert. So it is by design that in business setting, content's role is to talk about the business and not to create an award-winning literature piece. Therefore marketer's role is also to make content popular so that it attracts interest from the target audience. When it comes to dis- differentiating, creating engagement, adding value, how can thought leaders win with content? I'm going to take inspiration from Robert Rose of Content Marketing Institute and share his top 3 ways to win with content. The first thing he says is choosing quality over quantity. Second is consciously creating experiences with content and third focusing on different 
then better. Let me explain this in little and add a bit more to these three points from Robert Rose. So first is choosing quality over quantity. This is an age-old mantra in a lot of domains where everybody says there's quality and therefore the price is better, not quantity. So in content generation too, mirroring clients' content or simply churning out content pieces for daily distribution will only go so far. Content that resonates with your audience is quality content. Take McKinsey for example. Each of their blogs, articles, research is so in-depth that it adds value to the reader. It's the quality. Over the years, yes, they have had so much content that it becomes large in quantity, but every piece is irrelevant because it is in-depth. They did not start that way though. HubSpot is another example when it comes to content. Today, HubSpot is a go-to resource for digital marketing content. But they did not start that way too. So to guarantee high quality content, put yourself in your reader's shoes and ask these questions. Is it relevant? Is it educational? Does it add value? And if it is yes to all three, then there you have it, a very good quality piece of content. The second one is creating experiences with content. This is easy for media because in the business of news and some stories may continue for long. But for organizations and individuals working on building their thought leadership, they need to think about how they can tell the same story with the changing times. Marvel is a very good example here. They started with comic books that turned into movies and now to keep the audiences enthralled with the franchise talks about individual characters past, future or connection with the rest of the characters. As it is known, content is the king, yet context is the queen. Context marketing adds a new dimension to your content so that the people who see it connect with it at a more personal level. It speaks to a specific challenge that they may be facing or specific interest that they may have. So go contextual when you create content. And to get that context right, there are these five, six points that build the framework of contextual content. So first is to keep your target audience in mind. I believe that audience is, if you keep audience at the center of everything that you do, it will really help you understand and design better quality content campaigns, interactions, engagement. Second is determine what issues your audiences face. Third is offer guidance and real solutions. Don't go with the sales pitch all the time. Fourth is keep writing very simple, clear and jargon free. A lot of industries actually have progressed with with technology and therefore there are just so many jargons out there that it can get really very confusing. And last but not the least, include keywords that will reach your target audience in their online searches. And that keywords are best known, of, obviously there are a lot of apps and um, uh, metrics that you can uh, you know, gather from the internet, but if you keep your target audience in mind, then it will be really easy to understand what they are thinking about, how they will search, uh, on online, etc. All right, so we spoke about quality over quantity. 
and creating experiences with content. The third thing is focusing on different rather than better. Again, drawing from the media industry, there was a time when trade publications were in demand and there were many publications of similar genres such as, for example, if you take from automotive industry, automotive today, drive, tires world, etc. Here, the aim is not to be the best in the category, but to be the alternative source of information. Many years ago, I was working in research in a consulting company. And each year, there were updated versions of research reports in different industries. Campaigns announcing that the latest update on research is out, see it, click on it, got very little traction. But giving the snapshot of research and contextualizing with the latest news definitely had much more interest. Another hit on the getting the context right and doing it differently was um, the executive briefings that we hosted. These this briefings allowed prospects or clients to hear from our team straight up and give them a in-depth understanding of what's happening in the industry. So when it comes to thought leadership, most end up updating old blogs, books, white paper with new research and republishing it. A different strategy in the same way to continue, uh, you know, engaging the audience could be go on, do a live YouTube event or share your findings, content to a community that can hear and see you instead of just passively reading it. All right. So beyond the three, three top ideas that Robert Rose of Content Marketing Institute says, I want to add a um, couple of more to it. The fourth being importance of adding value. They say that if you want to build trust with your audience, you must provide value first. When was the last time that you engaged in a, with a business by calling them, emailing them, or booking a demo to ask further details about their products or services? If you're anything like me, you probably did that like a few years ago. What is happening? How do you find out more about the company in the present day? Well, you just go online and search the content and answer, uh, get, get answers to your questions. Most of the brands today are providing brand-related content, content that answers questions, content that addresses the audience's pain points, a content that keeps them updated on the industry, content that engages them with interesting stories and gets makes it relatable with anecdotes. So providing valuable content is definitely a differentiation strategy. Valuable content should have these five characteristics. Firstly, it should be findable. So using Clear, jargon-free language, simple terms, simple uh, industry keywords will definitely make it more findable. Second, it should be readable. Um, obviously, connecting ideas, easy-to-read content makes it more readable. Third, it should be understandable. Fourth, it should be actionable. So once, once your target audience has found it, read it, understood it, then there should he should or he or she should have the option to click on a link to go to your website or to your contact sales page. And th fifth, and not last uh, in the list, 
is shareable. So findable, readable, understandable, actionable and shareable. So that's how you create valuable content. The four, after these four characteristics, I feel the fifth one is research. According to me, research is one of the most um, forgotten aspect of content development. Research can actually provide you with definitive answers to questions like, will my intended audience respond to the content in the first place? What specific topics will resonate with my audience? So in addition to the preferences of your audience, research also sheds light on how your competition is doing by answering questions like, does the content have weight or authority? Are the right people sharing or interacting with my content? Are readers converting into loyal or paying customers? So research definitely adds the validity on the content that you're sharing. In episode 14 of the Making of a Thought Leader podcast, Trevor Meridian shared about the concept of clever content. On the episode, he said that clever content is all about placing what you have to say expertly. So you are showing to your buyers that you understand their world. And if you haven't yet heard the episode, go to the podcast, go to podcast.digitalgenie.co slash 14 to get that episode. Knowing your audience is definitely a differentiator when it creating quality content. Research definitely helps to know your audience better. To get a complete lowdown on how to identify, clarify, and magnify your audience, check out episode 15 on the Making of a Thought Leader podcast. Creating content is definitely not easy. There is an extreme competition out there to stand out. So if you want to, if you don't approach con, uh, creating content with clarity and differentiation, you will simply be adding to the noise. And I'll leave you today with a quote from Adam Grant. Creating knowledge without sharing is elitism. Sharing knowledge without creating it is marketing. Creating knowledge for the purpose of sharing it is thought leadership. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for staying until the The first step to build your thought leadership is with a powerful professional personal bio. Personal bios can be used on LinkedIn as a summary, on your website, or it can be shared with others as your introduction on a public platform. If you do not have a fantastic personal bio which talks volumes about your professional experience and your expertise, help is around. JotMyBio is a done-for-you professional bio writing service that showcases the best of your unique self. Visit JotMyBio.com, that is J-O-T-M-Y-B-I-O.com today and get yourself a unique handcrafted personal bio. I truly appreciate you joining me on the podcast today and to stay updated on the latest episodes, make sure you have subscribed to the Making of a Thought Leader podcast on your favorite podcast player. See you next time.